0: Hello again, and welcome to Super Turbo 64, the podcast in which two or more friends uh, get together and chat about video games. There is only two of us today, but, you know, we've had an increasing number of episodes where there's more of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. How are you doing today, bud?
1: Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you.
0: I, before uh, recording, I, uh, for that little bit of behind the scenes content for people, I just got out of work, uh, working a rare morning shift. And so as a result, I am more caffeinated than usual. Mm. I had my morning cup of coffee. And then halfway through my shift, I was like, let's make a bad decision and have some Red Bull. <laughs> Ooh, oh, so, yeah. Wow. So I am.
1: You have I do see, like, the figments, or little sprouts of wings in your back. Right yeah, now.
0: exactly. They're winglets at this point. Yeah, they kind of you know,
1: died down, I imagine. A little bit.
0: But I still have that uh, that mental clarity that Red Bull is always talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you stop at the cafe on the way to work? I did. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Having it- had, like, a nice cafe, coffee, just drip roast in a little bit maybe that's what we'll get next time you know you should
0: yeah absolutely support your local coffee shop
1: yeah i will good and that's what we're here to talk to you about yep best
0: coffee representation (laughs) in video games
1: isn't there like a coffee talk yeah coffee
0: talk i've actually played that and that's pretty fun yeah yeah it's a cool game
1: cool Cool. yeah yeah did you talk to a lot of coffee
0: not to coffee, but we talked about coffee to people, you know? And so that was mm-hmm. that was neat. I could get behind it.
1: I'm hugely disappointed. Yeah. I, I wanna, mean, I, I didn't make speak. it that
0: far, so oh, yeah. I didn't know if there might be some actual like physical manifestation of coffee that you talked to it <laughs> in the game, but, you know, I can't say that with any uh real certainty.
1: Well, I'll cross my fingers.
0: Yeah. What have you been playing, Jeff?
1: uh well since we chatted last i've played a few games Mm -hmm. um you know the halo infinite beta came out that's been a lot of fun well it's not a beta uh it did come out but it also released you know um so i've been playing the the multiplayer for that and it's been fun to shoot uh noobs as they say (laughs) um like uh our friend ryan sent us a post about uh like a confused zoomer, like why are why are the people twerking on my body? are gonna <laughs> kill me. And then, you know, it's just Halo is generational now. It's like, it is
0: at this point, yeah.
1: It is. Oh, we're
0: old. Yeah, there's there's people playing Halo currently that never did a uh you know a system link, you know a, a yeah. good old fashioned land party, which mm-hmm. is like, you know. It's cool that the game is accessible to more people, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, gosh, it just land parties were cool as hell, you know? For sure. I had a bunch of fun with those.
1: They had a, a charm, you know.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, no, I uh I downloaded the multiplayer uh for Halo as well. We haven't uh haven't played it together yet, but um I'm excited to play it. I mean, yeah. I've always been a very casual uh Halo player. I've never mm-hmm. I've never owned a copy of any uh halo game you know to myself Mm -hmm. so i've always just kind of played other people's you know multiplayer so yeah but this will be the first time i'm able to you know start from the ground up and you know that's right probably i mean be carried that's that's what's (laughs) gonna happen here
1: uh by who i wonder (laughs) (laughs) you and ryan probably (laughs) i hope so it's not gonna happen i mean
0: you you've put your time in you've played a ton of halo in your time
1: Yeah, I mean, sure, I've been on a few eSports teams, but, like, does that really matter this day and age? Absolutely, it does. Okay. (laughs) Um, No, I've also, like, I played through Unpacking. I felt like that's worth talking about. Absolutely. It's It's a
0: super unique game, so I'm glad you brought it up. It's
1: It's, if you haven't heard of it, it is a video game in which you are unpacking your goods that you moved from your previous house, assumedly, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, where you take, yeah, you just, uh, you start off as a kid, you know, and everything you know about yourself as a character, you just kind of glean from the, right. Just contextual stuff. And so you just carefully place like the little action figures and the, Uh you know, the drawing supplies where you want to. And yeah, it's pretty fun.
0: Yeah. It's kind of a puzzle game. That's, I mean that's the easiest genre to put on it.
1: Yeah, if you had to. It's almost it's yeah, it's almost like a sim in a way.
0: Right. I've heard a lot of people on the internet talk about it that it's one of the most zen experiences in a game they've ever encountered. Would you say the same?
1: Uh I did I did contact my inner self.
0: Good. Know, How are they doing?
1: Terrible. <laughs> Relatable. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I promptly stopped. But, um, no, it's, yeah, it's chill. It's chill as hell. Nice. Um, the puzzle element only, like, comes after you've unpacked everything and then the game's like, well, you can't put your uh, toilet paper in the kitchen. You gotta put it elsewhere. Who says? Yeah.
0: Yeah. For real.
1: There's some, some laws that you must be breaking. Apparently. But, uh... There are two games that I've been putting a ton of time into right. lately, and that would be Spelunky Two mm-hmm. and Jump King. Um, and I feel like every like I've talked about Spelunky before, so I'll just talk about Jump King. Right? Yeah, know?
0: Jump King is the one that is you know, mm-hmm. that's that's been kind of one of the the hot new things.
1: It's a uh... If you're not familiar with it, it's a game in which uh it's a platformer very simple straightforward platformer except uh you can't control yourself in the air when you're jumping mm-hmm. and your distance is uh your your height and distance is uh decided by how long you charge each jump mm-hmm. so uh you really you don't have a ton of choices for like the more you play it, the more you realize that there's like four distinct distances you'll jump or something you know? right. but it's uh um but it is definitely very hard it's uh I put about twenty five or more hours into it, and I'm on some kind of alt path, but i have a feeling like a you know somebody who's played it before could get to where like I am in two minutes. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? Right. Well, <laughs> it's, it's just... kind of like you know in the in the times that I've you know uh, come downstairs and watched you play it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game gives me a lot of the similar vibes uh, that getting over it uh, did. You know, I mean, they're they're different, um, but uh, both like just because in the first time you played Getting Over It mm-hmm. was the longest time. Yeah. And then each time you were able to complete the game again, mm-hmm. your time got shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. You know, because there was just this, in a game that's almost like purely mechanical, mm-hmm. you know, your mastery of the game just directly, yeah, you know, influences that. And I mean, there's been times where, you know, Say like again, like coming downstairs, I'll have seen you know maybe an area that maybe you've fallen back down to mm-hmm. that I remember used to be difficult, but now you know like the ways yeah. to jump to it, and so certain areas that you if if unfortunately you have to fall mm-hmm. back down to you know you're able to progress through those points at a at a quicker pace than maybe you used to,
1: right right, and that's Sort of the the catch of the game is that like almost all the traversal is vertical, so right when you miss a jump, you're gonna fall for a long ways. And mm-hmm. so, um, if you don't like being frustrated, you don't want to play that game, I guess.
0: What is the most frustrating fall you've had so far?
1: Uh, I've had countless very long falls, <laughs> yeah. I can't pick one that's sure. like i fell really ho- far you know what i mean yeah like, yeah like, uh, it's just they like it counts how many falls you have in the game as well right. and it's over a thousand you know sure so it's like it's it's not good
0: yeah yeah and so you picked it up so did ryan and so did andy yeah you know And um, just for the the listeners, all three of them are big fans of platformers and also big fans of games that offer a good amount of challenge. So, Mm -hmm. like, that game is, you know, if you're a fan of platforming and really challenging games, I would definitely say try it. Absolutely. But uh, by that same token, I will not be trying it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's in this, like, burgeoning uh, sub... Genre, precision platformer.
0: Yeah. So. um. Oh my God, I just am remembering. Hopefully, you will be able to help me remember the title of this. I remember this game, that we watched Ryan play.
1: Uh, I want to be the guy. Thank. Yes.
0: Thank you. It's exactly that. I want to be the guy. It's another like really difficult platformer. Mm -hmm. That you know, it's just the game is trying to kill you at every single opportunity. You Uh, know.
1: Yeah. You know. Um. It's. Those games are more about memorization than platforming, really. At um, that,
0: yeah, at that point, for sure.
1: Um, and I, I've just recently learned about those games. Uh, they're called fan games. They're generated mm-hmm. by the same community that plays them. They're yep. usually not like made by a, a development team. Um, right. So. And what they do is they'll take the, – the tradition is to use, like, sprites from other games as, like – Right. Uh, what – mostly for, like, bosses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but if you've ever seen, like, those funny videos of a game where, uh, you know – it's like the platform moves when you jump to it or like something will fall on your head right when you like get somewhere, you know, exactly. Those, those are called fan games, I guess. Uh, see
0: when I think about fan games, mm -hmm. I think about, you know, like fan made remakes of Metroid or, um, fan versions of Pokemon. You know, I think about like, you know, something, you know, fans using, uh, like an IP. Right. And doing their own spin on it.
1: Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, this is its own little genre little of platformer, I guess. So. Nice, um, Jason. What have you been playing?
0: So, um, uh, since the, our last episode, I uh, I beat the missing. Yeah. And you know, that is you know, like I haven't put together my list, you know, for game of the my game mm-hmm. of the year things yet, but I am. Um, I am fairly confident the missing is going to be in my game of the year list. Right. You know, it's just, you know, I it I never really expected a platform puzzle game mm-hmm. to really make it for me. Yeah, but just that game, uh, like has this real emotional punch that starts to hit you. Mm. Like it's, you know, I kind of described it. Um, on our last episode when we had Tyler with us but you know you are you know you're basically traversing what kind of feels like a dreamscape uh, trying to find your friend mm-hmm. and um, you get these uh, most of the story is kind of like it unfolds uh, through text messages that you are like receiving once you reach certain points mm-hmm. And then there's other conversations that you unlock by finding some of the in-game collectible. And there was a point in the game where like some of the messages that I started getting, you know, I started kind of having this realization of like something was going on. Like there was like something was not as it appeared. Mm -hmm. And then the game, the story of the game started taking a more hands-on approach. And just like my last, it's maybe a six-ish hour game. And my last hour was just like white knuckle. Oh wow! You know, I just was so, like, so invested mm. uh, in what was happening. And I had these moments of, like, all of the stuff that I was maybe thinking about mm-hmm. earlier on in the game. Like, I was getting payoff for all of these yeah. things that happened. And I just so once the game was over, I was just like, holy shit. Nice. And it has been a really long time since a game has done that for me. Nice. And so, yeah, it just, I don't know. The ending of that game yeah, absolutely floored me.
1: Very cool. Yeah.
0: So I was just super, uh, super happy with it. And then, um, so then after uh, The Missing, I started playing a game that I've been really uh, hyped about uh, for a while now, and it's called Monster Crown.
1: Mm-hmm. And it
0: is an indie uh, monster catcher, monster tamer game, you know, in the vein mm-hmm. of like classic Pokemon games. Yeah. So, and it, it looks and feels very much, you know, like the aesthetic reminds me a lot of say, uh, Pokemon gold and silver. So Mm -hmm. it looks kind of like high-end Game Boy color, uh, graphics and there's a ton of monsters in it. They've done like some really cool, um, deviations from, you know, a lot of established things primarily, you know, in Pokemon Mm -hmm. and the story is. I don't know. It is not a story about being the best there ever was, you know? <laughs> and the world that you are in is not as cheerful and optimistic as, mm-hmm. you know, mm. Pokemon games. Well, there and are monsters everywhere. How there are you? monsters everywhere, yes. <laughs> yeah, and they've got... The game informs you very early on that it's like human humans' relationships with monsters are very, like, tenuous. Okay. You know? So it's just like... Yeah, humans and monsters form packs with one another, but it's basically out of just kind of mutual benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, if a monster starts to think that you know you're not going to be able to do things that benefit them anymore, yeah, yeah, like they're it's not going to go for it anymore.
1: Drop you like a bad habit.
0: Basically, yeah,
1: but Has no, that it's, ever happened to you.
0: No, not yet. I don't know if it will. Mm-hmm. You know, well, but we'll see. No, and it's a it's a very very cool game. It's I I really recommend it you know, to people who, you know, maybe are, uh, you know, fans of Pokemon, uh, obviously, but, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe haven't felt super connected to the newer games and whatnot. I I would definitely say that Monster Crown might have something you're interested in.
1: Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, It's cool to see, like, uh, like that game space kind of growing you know uh, exactly more games in the monster catching Mm -hmm. genre
0: yeah I think (laughs) it's funny I think as as more fans of Pokemon become disenfranchised with Pokemon the more kind of games like this uh, we are going to see beautiful exactly yeah and it's like you know that's that's one of the things that I do definitely love about the indie scene is you know Mm -hmm. you have an opportunity to find games that are similar to the stuff you really loved but is able to take maybe some kind of creative liberties that maybe these super established franchises don't necessarily want to go for.
1: And now we're going to, how do you feel about Arceus or whatever, the new Pokemon game that's going to come out next year? It's I'm, like an open world. Yeah. Of the Wild type. Thing, I, right?
0: Yeah. I'm actually really ha- excited about that. Um, like at the time of this recording, uh, the Pokemon company just re- released their uh, remakes of uh, Diamond and Pearl, the fourth generation yeah. uh, games. And I, and I haven't bought them yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm playing Monster Crown and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Diamond and Pearl were not my favorite uh, yeah. generation. and um, It's
1: the only one I ever beat. Is it really? Yeah. Nice. Well, you know, I played a lot of Red and Blue, but I don't know if I ever beat the champion or whatever.
0: Sure. I mean, Red and Blue were tough, you know? Yeah um but yeah uh and i just i don't know i, I wasn't super interested in getting the mm-hmm. remakes really the deciding factor for me on whether or not to get them was uh whether or not uh, some of the people that i've played some competitive pokemon with were gonna mm-hmm. if the competitive thing was kind of gonna happen again and i yeah hadn't really heard anything about that so it's just like eh
1: yeah. i'm gonna
0: play monster crown instead for sure you know but uh the new game legends uh arceus That I think is going to be, it looks to be a lot of fun, very different. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm excited.
1: Now, did Game Freak change its name to the Pokemon company or?
0: Uh, No, no, it is Game Freak that is still like the development, but you know, just like I just said, I suppose I just said the Pokemon company, just because like, you know, they're the ones who kind of oversee this whole thing. And I think possibly a different company uh, handled the remake of diamond and pearl because game freak is working on on arceus yeah okay so yeah that comes out in just a little over a month now oh really yeah it comes out in january nice so i'm gonna be like that's that's a day one purchase Mm -hmm. you know
1: cool cool um well why don't we get talking about our topic for today's episode
0: the main topic of the day yeah no um Yeah, the idea for this came about, uh, you know, very, very naturally, just because it happened to be one of those times where Jeff and I both were kind of playing a game that, you know... Has a link. Exactly, yeah. You know, I had just finished playing The Missing, and Jeff has been playing uh, Jump King. Mm -hmm. And so, today's episode is all about um, platforming games. Yeah. Specifically, I I suppose, just kind of, I don't know, the uh, leaps and bounds they've made. Oh God! If you will,
1: woof. <laughs> <laughs> um, I apologize. I uh, won't say listen. Jeff is making a note. <laughs> um,
0: I actually wrote that joke down in my oh, notes.
1: You should never say that. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, no. I readily say it. Oh God! <laughs> uh, well,
0: but yeah. No, Jeff, you are, you know, I mean, we've both played a ton of platformers, but yeah. you are, you know, amongst the people I know, you are my platforming guy. I get that. You yeah, know?
1: Because it's, like, my favorite, pretty much. Exactly. Uh, uh, I prefer 2D platformers, you know? Yeah. Um, over 3D, per se. But, sure. um I do love them both, and mm-hmm. I uh, play them a lot. Mm-hmm. And... um
0: You've got your ear to the ground for that kind of stuff, like jump king is yeah. a is a prime
1: example hmm. um it's yeah, and there's always you know there's so many games out there and, mm-hmm. but uh platformers are a popular genre for indie developers to make as well right which is nice and, mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's I don't know. I've, it's, like, something about uh, just pure mechanics of a platformer is what I love. You know, right? Where it's just like, cut out the the BS. Yeah. I don't want all the HUD and menus and stuff. I just want to just to play push the game button. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Exactly. And not no. That was one thing. Like you know, platformers were probably like the first big you know genre in games and i think like mm-hmm. you know most people who maybe don't play games if they are asked to think about what a video game looks like they will probably mm-hmm. think of a platformer
1: that makes sense you know um yeah what you know with the uh, the popularity of mario back in the day yeah
0: mario mm-hmm. sonic and then mm-hmm. getting into things like you know going into 3d you know crash bandicoot spyro and whatnot
1: yeah it's a uh... It's like, I know, like my parents, they barely ever played games, but my mom would play Mario with me and my sister, and right. my dad would play the Tiny Toons adventure game, Nintendo game, which was also a platformer. Right, exactly. Um, it's like, uh, it's simple enough to grasp, but they can make them pretty hard.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, um, I think I'd mentioned it... Uh I think I've mentioned on a previous episode, you know, like the first game I ever played, you know, was Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which is a platformer, mm-hmm. and it is still a game I've never beaten,
1: mm. you know? A big white whale there. It
0: Yeah, absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Hope One, I, I hope to conquer one of these mm-hmm. days. We'll, we'll see.
1: I'm rooting for you, Chance. Thanks.
0: I appreciate it. But yeah, no, like one of the things that I've, you know, in kind of getting together uh, my ideas and whatnot for the episode, one of the things that I thought was interesting... You know, as, you know, like I was saying where, um, you know, platformers, you know, being probably like one of the big genres of early games. Mm-hmm. And they also probably were one of the first big genres in indie games. Yeah. You know, because it's like once that technology started becoming more available for people to do, mm-hmm. like you said, platformers were very big, you know, with indies mm-hmm. because, you know, they were one of the things that were probably the easiest to learn uh and to make yeah yeah so i don't know like platformers had their really big boom like say in the i don't know 90s i will say you know then you got the 3d platformers but then that kind of started to die down i don't know Mm -hmm. maybe like i don't know gamecube ps2 era i suppose is probably when they started really
1: yeah you didn't see as many pure platformers exactly
0: with maybe only a few franchises really sticking to it like you know like mario Mm -hmm. and i mean sonic shifted from it i mean quite a lot right um yeah and then uh and then it was a genre that was yeah pretty darn absent you Mm -hmm. know in say like ps3 xbox but then once the indie scene started you know getting big platforms especially 2d platforms platformers Mm -hmm. got big again
1: it's uh i feel like uh it's important to note that apparently like the first big platform game was pitfall have you ever played pitfall
0: yes i've played a bit of it
1: yeah it's like a uh an adventure game where it's very you know it's like an atari game basically um and Prince of Persia, like before the, you know, remakes of Like Sands of Time and, Time and whatnot. Stuff, like that was another like where they started introducing like traps more, like exploring and stuff like that, I guess. Right. And um but pre Mario games, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um but it's like they uh there's <laughs> there's even like video essays and stuff about like why do people like platformers so much? Like it's the inhuman ability to jump. You know, like there's some sort of like desire in us because humans just can't jump that far. You know, not really. No, unless you're a you know I was going to say a basketball player, but you know, I, there's people like Shaq. You know, yeah, Shaq cannot jump. <laughs> he doesn't have to. So he's much. not. Well, the man's huge. <laughs> yeah. No, um. Please don't be mad, Shaq.
0: He's going to jump right through the window and throw you right back out the window that uh, he jumped through.
1: You know, if I go out that way, I'll, I'm fine with That's it. That's not the worst way. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not at all. But yeah, like with, um, I don't know, like with the indie platformers that started coming out, probably the biggest one of that is Super Meat Boy that I can, you know.
1: Yeah, that was a huge one. Uh, it was like at the very beginning of the, the indie boom. Yeah. Um, And that was like. How do we make like our own? And I know it's a cliche almost, but how do we like make our own Mario game? Is sort right. of goal. Uh, exactly.
0: I care like how you make your own game that has like your own mascot. Yeah, not, yeah, just something that is.
1: It's got its own mascot. And it's got its own style, like yeah. weird, like flavor to it, and it's also got its own like unique jumping and gameplay physics. You know, like right, it's you can. It's the opposite of jumping. You can control yourself in the air like crazy in that yeah. game, and uh, you can like uh, you move crazy fast. And the game is all about like, can you beat you know this screen in you know twelve seconds as plus, fast as you know? can? Yeah, yeah.
0: And then after you do beat one of those screens, it does a replay showing how many times you've done yeah. it, and you know the the game is full of uh all manner of things that kill you and so oh, yeah. they, when it shows you that replay there mm-hmm. tends to be a ton of blood <laughs> that's
1: right um yeah it's a it's a nice it's a good game
0: yeah and then you also have another one of the real big ones that i can think of is shovel knight
1: absolutely like they uh they really captured the feeling of like of playing an nes era yeah platformer um uh, to a t you know? yeah it's uh had the it's also fairly early in the indie game cycle you know yeah. like compared to some of the to modern day i guess you know but that came out in like 2013 2014
0: roughly yeah it's been it's already been out for quite a while
1: um so it's uh it's, a, it's a, just a gem to play. it is um, it's phenomenal
0: and like you know, similar to what you were saying about Super Meat Boy, that game also succeeded in, you know, creating a character that instantly became iconic and recognizable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not every time an indie game comes out that a bunch of people already want that character in, say, Smash Bros. Yeah, right. You know, but Shovel Knight instantly felt like he would be at home.
1: Yeah, he's like an instant classic.
0: Exactly. Know? Yeah, and I mean, Shovel Knight, he ended up being in, like, uh, Ravels of Aether and also in blade strangers yeah i think he was he's probably been in a couple of other things too but it's like
1: yeah and he's a he's a freaking assist trophy in smash as well he
0: is yeah he he made it
1: <laughs> yeah uh just like waluigi he's in smash bros
0: everyone is here
1: <laughs> yeah um well jace What's your favorite indie, or favorite, not indie games, but platformers? So, like, just name, what are a few of your faves?
0: Well, I mean, I do, like, you know, for indie platformers, I mean, I, I do have to give it to The Missing. Like, that's, yeah you know, one of the things that, you know, The Missing is similar to, like, there was that, you know, you've got that trend in the indie platformers where you're saying, you know, like, the mm-hmm. whole kind of purely mechanical thing. Mm-hmm. But then we started seeing these platforms that really weren't about that. You know, sure. where you had platformers that were very, you know, uh, slow. Not mm-hmm. super mechanically uh, demanding. Mm-hmm. And they... Like, the storyline was a lot more um, at the forefront. Yeah. And, like, the the two games that I'm thinking about that, you know, probably represent that better than anything are Limbo and Inside.
1: Yeah, no... um, Limbo and Inside are both, like, on that puzzle platformer. Yeah. Especially Limbo. Yeah. Um, in that area. Uh, and unlike The Missing, they kind of, like, convey their story without words. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, yeah, purely up to the the player to kind of piece it together. Like, mm-hmm. the the information is not spoon-fed to them. Right.
1: Um, but I, you know, that... I think a huge game that we haven't talked about yet that like influenced Limbo and stuff like that would be Braid. You remember that game? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a real, it's almost like a puzzle game first, but you do traverse the game through platforming and, um, it's also, it's got some text in it, but it's mostly, you know, in the same style as Limbo and whatnot. Um, Whereas you just kind of get a feel for it, but the it, um, it's that game is like a really showed like what unique puzzle solving can be in indie games and stuff like that. And um, with Limbo, we kind of see like a like hey, you know, these games can be as artistic and fun as you want them to be. Right. And then with inside, you know, a more recent game comparatively. It's uh really just pushed like an artistic statement, I think. Right. That, you know. Absolutely. Um So Yeah, it's the interesting part of the interesting thing about platformers there that you can like have a piece of that In almost every game, you know what I mean. Like, there's something about uh, just creating an interesting environment to traverse that you need to have gaps to jump over. Right. Um, like, I'm just thinking about like the new Doom games. You know, they're so like multi leveled and stuff like that. Right. But I don't think many people would say it's a, a, like platformer. a shooter platformer, you know. Yeah, but no. there are platform. There's literally platforming sections, especially in Doom 2016, right? Um, where you just have to climb like a tower and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, like what about like a more story entered game? Yeah, I said it. Uh, like Into the Woods or whatever that's called or whatever. Um, like the animals talking to each other in the woods or
0: something oh yeah that's tip of my tongue oh night uh, in the woods night in the woods yes yeah. yeah no i played through that and that was like yeah that was a ton of fun and it's like that there wasn't really much in the way of platforming in that it okay. was you know it was very minimal but like mm-hmm. it, it was there yeah you know and there were certain segments that you know were obviously more of a platform uh focus but yeah no they were like, basically, the game was just, like, uh, trimmed down to just that pure, you know... Just dialogue. Yeah, well, that, and also just, like, that left-right, you know, traversal yeah. and whatnot. Okay. Th- and all just about that kind of world-building and whatnot mm-hmm. that, say, you were talking about. Right. And, you know, that was one of the things, like, you know, we can go back to Mario, you know, when you were saying about, mm-hmm. the, the was all about, you know, creating uh, cool worlds uh, to traverse. I mean... Just right out of the gate, uh, the Mario games were able to create a world that they've been able to use.
1: Yeah, for for, 35 years. Yeah,
0: exactly. And they're able to use it for like everything, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, they're able to use all of those characters. I mean, they're able to use them in Mario Party, which is not a platformer or Mm -hmm. golf. Like they they use it. They use that world that they created for Mm -hmm. just whatever the hell they want to make (laughs) that's true and it's like you know and mario is just one of those games that you know they've got the uh the benefit of doing it first and so like every game that tries to do something similar to that you know sure is just viewed as something you know trying to do what mario did
1: yeah um yeah mario's got like the unique aspects that of like really added or, like, made power-ups, like, an interesting aspect of platformers and, like, hidden blocks and stuff like that. And, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, it evolves and they add little tidbits over time and just the fact that you jump on enemies to kill them is like a you know super mario bros thing exactly yeah um and i
0: mean shovel knight in order to do that you have to do like you have to commit to that uh just the shovel yeah you know attack where otherwise if you do jump on someone you're just gonna you know uh get yourself hurt but like you know shovel knight probably has a little bit more in common with mega man you know and that's another classic series of platformers Mm -hmm. that we hadn't dug into uh, too much yet.
1: Yeah, Mega Man is like a uh, Doom 2016, but n- made in 1986. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's um, fair. No, yeah, Mega Man is like uh, I just threw a number out there. I don't. I'm. It's in the early, late 80s, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mega Man is a. It's a pretty sick platformer. You know, challenging. Absolutely. Um, it's a. Uh, you really like split like the first Metroid game you know it's mm-hmm. kind of like made uh shooting an integral part of the platformer you know right and then uh you take like Metroid and you get like an exploration game you know yep. in Castlevania right exactly
0: yeah you know the platformer yeah I mean Metroidvanias are yeah just a direct
1: they're like a subgenre of yeah former in a way they're like a cousin <laughs> yeah um so i don't know it's like uh so when i ask somebody like i just asked you some of your favorite platformers it's like you could just say some of your favorite games pretty much you know absolutely
0: yeah because like the because the platformer you know that genre has splintered off and influenced you know damned near every genre in the games Mm -hmm you know i mean smash bros is a platform fighter yeah you know so it's like it's got a whole bunch of that in it and like you were pointing Mm -hmm. out with metroidvanias you know they like platforming is built right into their dna Mm -hmm. and yeah even some of the games you know like the missing or night in the woods that you know aren't necessarily they look like platformers and play like them but they're they're different but they still they share that crucial uh dna
1: yeah you know, it's like uh, like hieroglyphics, cartoons, and two D platformers. They're all like this weird, like art style that's been part of human history. You know what I mean? Word, it's yeah. Like this uh, you just it, it's easier than making like a beautiful shaded three D model. So it's <laughs> something that you just see, um, which is you know it makes for some sick games
0: absolutely and the funny thing another thing that i was like started thinking about while we were kind of talking about this is like you know platforming is like the genre of video games that basically only started in video games like mm. rpgs you know feel like they could oh, have sure. been they, they a novel tabletop rpg exactly first, you know? yeah or like you know fighting games feel like you're like an action movie or all kinds of stuff but platformers like there's no
1: yeah, there's no jumping movie until exactly until now, <laughs> right? You know exactly. Like, uh, yeah, like Pitfall was kind of like a, you know, maybe inspired by like Indiana Jones, and right, or something like that. But you get this, uh, uh, these exploration ideas. I don't know. It's uh, it's pretty cool but like the pure platformer like yeah. you're saying is just like there's that doesn't exist elsewhere. Exactly. Um which is pretty cool. I agree. Never really thought about that. Like I know,
0: that. neither had I until we started <laughs> talking about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's that's one of the fun things about podcasting.
1: Yeah, you just make shit up. <laughs> pretty much. Um
0: oh, but here we go. This is a a fun opportunity, uh-oh. you know? The internet has been having a lot of fun making fun of the new Mario movie. Yeah. And so, I want to hear your take on it.
1: Um, well, first off, I'm just going to see it out of curiosity. You know, well, yeah. I feel like it's, a uh, as a diehard Mario boy, I'm yep. wearing my suspenders right now. Yep. Um.
0: Can confirm. Yeah.
1: I'm working on that mustache. It's not, it's taken a long time.
0: About, um, 20 years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, uh, it's difficult, you know. It's a little befuddling, isn't it? Like Exactly. This, uh, you know, Mario has never been like a story focused game. And so if it is really all about just saving the princess, for example, it's going to be, you know, that's something that is so tread over done many times. In, exactly. You know, movies that they're going to have to come up with a unique spin on that. And...
0: Right. Well, that's the thing. Like the, uh, the Sonic, the hedgehog movie mm-hmm. that they just made, like it doesn't, it doesn't feel necessarily like, you know, some of the Sonic, the hedgehog games, right. You know, um, but like it naturally, mm-hmm. and they still managed to tell a, an incredibly fun story. Oh, yeah? You know, like, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is probably one of the best video game movies made. Wow. I think it's fantastic.
1: I haven't seen it, just, yeah, if that wasn't clear, I, uh... I... I... I'm wearing my suspenders. I got yep. my mustache. Obviously, I'm... I'm taking a blood oath against... Anything Sonic-related. You know, the, the Sega console. Like, I've... You know, I'm racist to Sega. I'm <laughs> 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 no. um, I, uh... You know, I fought in the middle school wars, you know, where we flung our shit at you Sega owners, you know. Yeah. And you think I'm mature now? No. No. God, no. no. Uh, JK, of course. I want to see it. I like Ben Schwartz, the voice actor, you know. Oh, yeah. And Jim Carrey. Yeah.
0: Like Jim Carrey is an absolute delight in that movie. That's good. Yeah. But no, I was thinking about that what you were saying too about the mario movie like Mm -hmm. i was just thinking you know i mean yes you you know the easiest thing in the world you know for making a mario movie would be just to simply go with save the princess yeah but you know that's basically the same old song and dance that any like mainline mario game Mm
1: -hmm.
0: has done since the first mario Pretty much, you know. So i I think if if they went that route, I think probably people would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I think there's just I'm there is a, there is a morbid curiosity to see how that movie turns out because it's like I have to imagine it's going to be a more like faithful adaptation than the original Mario movie. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, uh, just like Sonic, the original Mario, uh, there has, you know, it takes the real world and puts it into Mario and exactly. like, blends the two and is like, look at this. It's some kind of weird fucked up hybrid. You know? That's the
0: thing. Yeah. And like, I hadn't really thought about that before, but how mm-hmm. similar the new Sonic movie is to the old Mario movie. Yet it still works.
1: <laughs> good, good. Um, but it's totally animated, is what they've told us. About, right. Uh, the new Mario. Thank God. And, But what they haven't told us is any sort of detail about the plot. But the other thing they did tell us, which is the most obvious thing people have been talking about, is the casting. The casting, yeah. It's a... Uh, it's gonna be fun, I think. Yeah. Um I don't there's been so much Chris Pratt hate on Twitter lately. That's true. Um but I think it'll I mean he's a fun actor. Exactly. I
0: don't know, it feels like he went from the most loved actor yeah. in Hollywood. And it's like I can't even think of a movie he did where that perception of him changed. I think basically people just got overexposed and now
1: yeah, just a little sick of him or something, yeah. you know?
0: It could also be because, like, you know, the guy that has voiced Mario for years mm-hmm. now... I mean, he's actually voiced him. I think they said that Super Smash Brothers was this voice actor's 100th credit as Mario. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, the guy... I, his name escapes me.
1: Charles Martinet.
0: Thank you. Like, this guy has been the voice of Mario... Mm -hmm. since mario had a voice basically you know and so i think probably there was a good amount of people who probably thought like why not have this guy do it
1: well to be fair he has been a voice actor to mario for 30 years or whatever but he's only said about 10 things (laughs) you know what i mean fair (laughs) like uh i think in about two minutes of acting for the new mario movie chris pratt will have said about the same amount of lines as uh charles martinet did for mario yeah
0: probably um yeah and that's a thing too because like in the sonic you know things after a while you know the sonic like the lore and storytelling for that series like really started going all over the place you know but mario has been telling you know
1: pretty much similar stories
0: yeah. yeah and that's that's not me knocking it no you know even though it's you know, obviously childish and derivative and oh, there's yeah. no artistic integrity of the Mario franchise whatsoever. I fought <laughs> in, in the Sega Middle School Wars or whatever the fuck it was that you just yeah. called. I had, you flung your shit at me. I did.
1: I did. And I did not it... forget
0: that. And as a result, what I brought today. <laughs>
1: well, I wish you choked on it. but. Yeah.
0: Uh... <laughs> um... But yeah, no, I'm just, I don't. Know, I'm fascinated at what they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be fun. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: I don't. I did not intend for this episode to turn into like video game movies again.
1: No, that's okay. But it's like um, I
0: don't know. It's again. It's just something that I'm fascinated about.
1: Yeah. This. Uh, I'm really curious to see. I I like pretty much every actor that they picked for the movie. Yeah. And but it is you know it's bizarre at the same time just think of like a like a 35 year old mario like with a you know chris pratt voice but we'll see we'll yeah see. um
0: expect a review of that oh, from yeah. us at some point
1: oh, yeah. uh and it might be one word it might be like bad <laughs> um uh i don't know
0: it just occurs to me you asked me what my favorite indie platformer was
1: accidentally i was trying to ask you what your favorite platformers were okay it just doesn't have to be indie ones okay um but yeah and you said uh you know the missing was up there the missing's up there
0: um i'd have to give the original Mega Man zero that's up there
1: okay yeah that that was on the advance yeah game boy
0: advance yeah
1: um that's cool. Yeah,
0: super fun game. I've always like I've been meaning to go back there. There's a collection of the first 4 games, I believe, okay. uh, on the Switch. And I've been, you know, yeah, it's been on my my wish list, you know. Nice. Gonna get to that again. But yeah, um otherwise, you know, I've got a real soft spot uh for the Spyro games, mm-hmm. you know. Uh those were just absolute classics to me. And also um The Second Jack and Daxter, Jack 2. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that was, like, there was platforming to it, but it was also, like, more open world. So, I don't know. It was a weird. Like a blend. Yeah, it was a weird transitionary time for oh, that. God. Interesting.
1: Um, That's cool. That's cool. Yeah.
0: I don't know. How about you?
1: Uh, You know, it's. I hate them. I don't like any of them. Um, <laughs> no, I have I've said many times that Super Mario World is, like, my top yeah one or two game Yo, yeah we absolutely um but you know the mainline mario series has a million gems basically if you right. ask me oh yeah each one an artistic statement you know it's just uh, a. <laughs> it's when aliens find the ruins of our civilization they will weep for shigeru miyamoto was no more <laughs> uh
0: ancient astronaut theorists believe (laughs) that super mario world is a masterpiece (laughs)
1: um so like i mean i mario sunshine might be my favorite 3d one that's Um, a good i odyssey is like tide kind of it's so they're all really good yeah absolutely Um, but uh, basically, you know, I hold Mario on a pedestal above my head. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing the little cap. I got the booties on. Yep. Um, this
0: is Jeff's normal, uh, everyday wear. Yeah. Some people think he's just a really committed Mario cosplayer. He's not.
1: I'm a full-time plumber.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, By trade. That's right. Yeah. Um, I... So, you know... I'm just thinking like I platformers that I've spent the most time with include like getting over it, for example. Yeah. Um, And that that's, I felt like that one was worth talking about on this episode again, Mm -hmm. just because it's so odd that there exists a platformer without jumping. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, you look at it and it's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a platformer again. It's yeah. like the easiest thing that you can attribute it to. But yeah, it's um,
1: I, there's launching. You can there launch is, yourself yeah, that's with true. a hammer. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's like it's hard for me to. I I do love Spelunky two as well, and Spelunky one. You know. Uh-huh. Like the probably the greatest roguelike platformers, you know. Sure. Um. But, uh, yeah, I just can't help myself but to be a Mario stan.
0: It's all right. Yeah. It's good to have a franchise that you just you know absolutely are passionate about, and mm-hmm. that you know was like not going to disappoint you, as some of us have experienced with some of our loved franchises.
1: Isn't that? wild that nintendo has been putting out like a tier or higher games yeah absolute bangers yeah exactly so long yeah Um, like no
0: other company really has that track record
1: it's yeah um it's It's like
0: if weezer released a perfect album every time yeah (laughs)
1: Um, i don't know why
0: weezer is the (laughs) band i picked i guess it's just like the one that you and i probably
1: yeah we both like weezer exactly um it's uh, yeah. Uh, is Nintendo the Beatles of video games? You know, come we, we'll talk all about that on the next episode. Jk, I'm not I'm not making that promise. Um, I do like that statement though. That's yeah. fine. Um,
0: that yeah. also sounds ex- it, it sounds extremely clickbaity too. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's like, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Like with their core franchises, they just haven't missed. Right. Um, anyway, with, uh, what's the last Mario game that you played a lot of? A lot of? Mm Mm-hmm. Like a platformer one, you know, any of them. I
0: played a lot of Sunshine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um. Always good to slide on your belly in that wet cement. Absolutely. Know? Um. You know,
0: I picked up uh, the uh, 3D All Stars Collection mm-hmm. uh, for Techie, and I think we were going to play through them one nice. of these days.
1: Nice. Um. Like Mario Sunshine. It was the first game that I realized that I was having fun just jumping and yeah not, like making progress, you know exactly just I, the
0: mechanics could, and just the feel of the game is so yeah, good.
1: You could just chill out in uh Delfino D- Plaza the and you know enjoy your time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pleasant game,
0: very pleasant
1: um so what's missing in the platform genre Jason what do you need what's gonna be in the in uh, your uh Mega Man Legends 3 platformer that you're gonna make
0: <laughs> well I mean if I were to do like you know with a Mega Man Legends spiritual successor it wouldn't necessarily be a platformer
1: I know that but I am gonna turn who framed King Macbeth into a. Uh, Uh, a platformer there you go you know
0: i don't know honestly yeah because like we were saying earlier the genre has splintered off into so many different things yeah you know so it's really hard to pinpoint you know uh what it could do or what interesting shapes it could take Mm -hmm. because it's like we're already also starting to see you know 3d platformers are starting to come out from uh indie studios now so like you know And there's been countless, you know, indie 2D ones, Mm -hmm. um, Metroidvanias, like, and roguelikes have done an awful lot with the genre as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's all kinds of stuff that we're doing. And like we were talking about with games, you know, like The Missing or Limbo, there's like these really slow paced, like introspective ones that are being made. Yeah. So it's just, honestly, I don't know. I I don't know Mm -hmm. what they could do with the genre you know do i think it's just instead of like maybe i I think they're just going to continue to like hone what makes them like really yeah really great
1: um you know there was a like i just started thinking about the parkour games for a second yeah um because like quote unquote realistic platforming isn't something that's explored that often not you know? really um of course they're the mirror's edge games yep you know? a dying light um right yeah and the new dying light's
0: actually coming out before too much longer
1: it's uh you know ghost runner has parkour elements in it mm-hmm. um it's like a but uh like one of the coolest parts of assassin's creed back in the day yeah it was just like being able to traverse the city without like batteries
0: yeah right
1: um yeah just being able to hop across rooftops in jerusalem and stuff. yeah
0: exactly like where the traversal was so fun and solid mm-hmm. that you didn't mind that your uh quest objective was halfway across the yeah, city you know absolutely there's plenty of games where you look at it and it's this, however far away, and you're like, "Oh Christ!" Yeah. But uh, like, I don't know. When the traversal mechanic is that fun, mm-hmm. it just even the point A to B is just a joy yeah. to do.
1: Right. So, uh, I don't know. What, what does that sound? I have no idea. <laughs> Well, I know what that sound is. But okay, we're good. <laughs> um, so, I,
0: I don't know. Yeah, think that about wraps it up for us. This sure, this you know, session.
1: Um, just wanted to talk about platformers. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I basically just tried not to gush about Mario all for an hour. You know what I mean? But you, I, you, you know, had admirable restraint. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. And you didn't talk about Sonic that much either.
0: Yeah, because I suppose like most of the ones that I have a big, real fond impression for, like Mm -hmm. they had already kind of started to like diverge into other areas.
1: Like Battle 2 is like your favorite, right? Yeah, Battle... Yeah. Or Sonic Adventure 2 2.
0: is... Yeah, will probably always be my favorite Sonic game. And it's still a platformer, a 3D Mm -hmm. platformer for sure. But yeah, there's just other stuff going on in it. So I... I don't know. I felt like in the topic of platformers, there was other stuff that i could talk to especially mm-hmm. since like the missing left such a profound yeah uh, impact on me well, so I'm, recently i'm
1: glad that you brought the missing to the table me know? too um i watched a trailer for it the other day nice uh but if it's in your top games of the year i might have to pick it up yeah it's a great game and i
0: think it's on sale right now mm-hmm. so might now might be a great time for you to pick it up
1: all right well i appreciate y'all listening to us Mm-hmm.
0: yeah Yep, we will see you all again before too much longer. And I'm I'm guessing before too much longer, we'll probably have a Game of the Year episode ready for you. Mm -hmm. All right, so until we see you next time, have a good one, everybody.
1: Bye.